Hello, hello everyone. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you just got a chance to rest, have a little fun, enjoy time with family, friends, whatever really restores you on the weekend. And whatever, I hope you did something that made you come alive if you listened to my last uh, podcast. I think it was Friday. And uh, for those who don't know me, maybe you're just joining. My name is Brianna Wilkerson. I'm a holistic health and life coach, essential oils advocate, CrossFit level one trainer. Uh, and that's kind of what I do with my business, Made Well. And you can actually listen to a podcast I have there, Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. But actually, if you listen to the podcast tomorrow, the new episode's coming out, you'll find that I'm going to be doing some little tweaks to the podcast in the upcoming week. So go check it out. Episode 56, I think it is, tomorrow, and you will know. Anyways, uh, this podcast, though, is the Brianna Wilkerson podcast, and it's all about just my thoughts on personal growth, faith, ministry, business, and life. And today, I wanted to talk a little bit about calling. And the reason why I want to do that is that this past weekend, me and my husband led something called the Calling Lab with some friends here in Cayman, just to kind of not necessarily help them come up with this revolutionary, like, whoa, this is what I'm actually called to, which that's okay. Sometimes people have that. Uh, But for many of these people, they felt a stirring in their heart that God was giving them, calling them to someone, something. Uh, And this is just process was just about like refining that a little bit more using different tools um, that the Calling Lab offers. The Calling Lab is actually kind of, uh, it's a free and paid resource that you can actually get from the underground network. Uh, missional agency church in Tampa. And so go to www.callinglab.com and you can access it there. Anyways, so that's if you're like, I'm ready. I want to do this. Go ahead and do it. Uh, But we did it with a group and it's just such a great to do it as a group as well. So if you have people that want to go through it, I recommend doing that in that way. But what some things that, this is the third time that I've actually gone through it. Um, Me and my husband went through it about exactly a year ago together ourselves. And we led two friends through it. And then we led um, roughly six or seven people through it this time. And each time, uh, we were definitely more facilitators in this time. But each time, there's just little things that are said that, and I reflect on to recognize, okay, wow, God, you are making things more clear even to me each time that I spend the space and the time to do this. And one of the things that I love uh, that was kind of mentioned in the beginning was just the idea of calling isn't necessarily always doing the thing, you know, even though I talked about this, that makes you feel good or come alive in the sense, I do believe when you're doing what you're called to do, there will be moments where you are coming alive, right? But what I mean is that it's not, calling isn't something that we should selfishly pursue. It should be something that we do in order to love God and love others. And and I and I truly believe uh, God created us for him, through him and by him. And so he knows what the good works he prepared for us in beforehand as it talks about Ephesians. He knit us together in our mother's womb, Psalm 139, and he planned the days uh, for our entire lives, right? And with that, what I really wanted to say is that, so therefore, if we, if you believe that God created you, and you were created for a purpose by him, he is the one that you need to go to to find out what that calling is, right? Uh, yes, people are involved. Yes, there's different things involved, but ultimately he should be the one driving that force. Uh, and also there's something that Brian said, he was the um, one kind of speaking, Brian Sanders in the calling lab itself. Uh, just the idea that you know, calling is being called to something and deployed out. Like we're first, first of all called to Jesus, That's our first calling. We're called to love Jesus, be loved by him, and this relationship. And that's what God intended. He created us for for enjoyment in this relationship. 
and also to work, right? Uh, but then we're, we're called to do something. And not just career, not just your occupation, right? There's other things that there's a mission, there's a specific general, there's a general calling, but there's a specific thing God's called you to, not just for your life, but it could be in particular seasons. And as I go through this, each time, and I hear others as well getting clearer on what it means to be called by God and what God may be calling us to, I recognize that we may, we may know this in our minds and in our brains, that God's calling us to love women in these particular situations. But to know something and then to do something about it is completely different. And so I really, really, I'm going to title this Walking in Your Calling. It's one thing to find it out and there's one thing to walk in it. And I'll just kind of share a little bit of personal story about me. And that when I, I, I was, we gave my life to Jesus when I was eight years old, kind of raised in a Christian school, but I always desired more. And I always had a, had a connection with God. And uh, I wasn't quite sure what he created me for, all those things. And it wasn't until I joined in a varsity Christian fellowship in Tampa, I was a part of the underground network, that I really started to see that God loved me. And, and there's a whole other thing I could talk about that but that he loves other people just as much as he loves me, and they don't know that. And particularly, there were women who that I knew that I just know I wasn't the only one that struggled, that I didn't wasn't enough, or I didn't do enough, or I didn't look enough, or all these enoughness stuff. Uh, that, that my worth, it was like this idea that my worth was in the things that I did or how I looked, all these things. So when I understood that my worth was solely based in the unconditional love of Jesus Christ, I like had to tell people. I had to do something. And if you know me, that you know that I have a lot of ideas. I'm, I have a lot of things that I, I am very apostolic and entrepreneurial, like things just come to my mind. And, and I think I've always been that way since really following Jesus, but it's obviously happened a lot more since the last four or five years. But I realized in that moment, I needed to do something. And so I, during my time in Tampa, during my time in ministry, I did a bunch of little different small groups that, and I feel like I finally landed on the one that I really felt was what God was calling me to. Basically, I was like, okay, there's nothing for business students. We need to do something. There's nothing for internationals. We need to do something. There's nothing for women to find find out their worth. We need to do something. And I just let them, and I wasn't perfect, and I'm still not a perfect leader. I still don't know everything. I'm still learning. But I think what qualified me to do it is that I had a heart for people to know God and to know his love. And in particular, I have a, a heart for women to know their worth uh, and to not find it in what they do or how well they do in something, how they look, how well they eat, exercise, all those things, but to find it in the unconditional love of Jesus. But after that, after after people really knowing their worth, I think the other thing I'm mainly called to is helping people understand they're, they're called to something too. So I've done different things with Madewell like Catalyze Your Purpose. I've done different things in ministry where helping people to know God so they can know what he has for them in this life. And for me, what I really have come to see, and it's very true, like I, I, I'm involved in a lot of things and I have a lot of skills in my, in my tool bucket, but I want to use them all to really do those things for people to know that they're loved and their worth is in Jesus and then that God's calling them to something, Right? And so I am definitely in the fivefold, if you've heard of this in Ephesians, the fivefold ministry or the fivefold gifts that 
uh, God gave to his church um, and apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, and shepherd. But there's other gifts, right? But those are like the five offices, what we would call it. I'm very apostolic. And apostolic meaning like I, I love to build things, start to new, start new things so when there's no ground broken, create something that can serve people. But as a shepherd as well, I love to see people cared for and I love to see people flourishing and I love to see people thriving. And so as this apostolic shepherd, I create things so people can thrive. But also I have very high teaching gifts. I love to teach and that's why I do workshops every month, multiple times a month. Or, you know, I have all these courses that I've done with Made Well or I host something like the Calling Lab because I love a systematic way of teaching people things so that they can understand. Um, but I'm also high evangelist actually. And that's because, and how you know that is literally when I find something that I believe can change people's lives, people know about it. I just can't stop talking about it. I can't stop. Like, I'm going to be very real. Poopery. Found out about this thing, which is like, <laughs> it's made with essential oils for one. It's not an air freshener. You spray it in the toilet so when you do your thing, it smells great. And so you don't have to worry about that stuff. And I was like, this is fascinating. This is a gift from God. Everyone needs to know about it. And some people are extremely uncomfortable talking about poopery because it's about poop and it helps with poop. But I'm like, we don't need to be uncomfortable. It's a natural bodily function. As a health coach, I'm like, we need to be excreting. That's what we're designed to do. And this is just one way you have, you don't need to feel, feel ashamed. And I'm all about no shame. So I'm going to tell you about it, right? So that could be a very like whatever example, but also, you know, with God and the things that I've learned about him, that's why I'm even starting this podcast, right? Because I see a need. And also I just like to share about these things. So why not bless others through it? And so I, I, I'm trying to say all that because I really want to encourage you if you're listening to really ask yourself a couple questions, maybe a few. One, what is your relationship like with God? Do you believe in God? Do you want to believe in God? Do you like, no, whatever? If so, like, what do you believe? How do you believe like you creation? Like, what is that? That what is, is that something you think about? And then more so than what do you really think you're created for? Is that something you're wondering? Is that something you even care about? And if so, if you do believe in God and Jesus and you do want to know what you're created for, I suggest you talk to him. Talk to him. Do some experience. Talk it through with people, right? Um, but maybe you're listening and you actually know what you're called to do in this world. Are you walking in that? Are you actually doing it? Are you letting fear hold you back? Are you taking some sort of step towards it, right? It's not like, oh, I feel like I'm called to go to a different country and be whatever x y and z sometimes it might take years for that to happen but are you taking steps toward it i just think we all live in this age or just this mindset that there's never enough time or this won't happen for me it's what we call it a scarcity mindset versus an abundant mindset that says there's enough time there's enough resources i'm enough let's just do this and let's it might take be slow and let's might be long right it's what a victoria castle will call the trance of scarcity we are in this trance to believe that there's just never enough. And, and the reality is the economy has thrived on scarcity. You know, when there's scarcity, we, we buy more of something later or we, we make certain decisions. But I really encourage you to have an abundant mindset here when it comes to your calling and to take certain steps and to believe it's possible. So, again, to summarize, really, I, I encourage you to ask yourself a few questions. You know, is God something... Or someone you want to know, do you believe in him? And if so, uh, what does he say about your calling? 
And if you don't know, are you going to talk to him? And then four, are you walking in it? Are you somehow making steps towards it? Because I know many of us want to do so much with our lives, and I believe we should. But I believe we need to be very intentional with our time, with our resources, so that we do do that and not make excuses about tomorrow or next year. We need to do something, right? So really hope this encourages you in this Monday morning. And I just love to hear from you. You can follow me on Twitter, Brie Wilkerson, KY. Instagram, Brianna.Wilkerson. Facebook, Brianna.K.Wilkerson. Uh, and let me know your thoughts on how this, on what you thought. Like if you need support in processing this in some way. Okay, that's it. Go walk in your calling. I hope, as a little apostle me is like, mm, I hope you create something new. But that's okay if you don't. If you're in an existing place, that's fine. Uh, the little rebel in me is like, do something new. Uh, but anyways, I'll talk to you all later.